Welcome to the Burnout to Bless podcast. I am your host, Tara Reinbolt, and it is my mission to help you take back control of your life, overcome burnout, and reclaim your happiness. Trust me, if I can do it, you can do it. I went from totally burned out human resources professional looking to find my purpose in life to finally kicking burnout to the curb and finding my God-led mission. If you're ready to start living your best life today, like right now, literally this second, then you've come to the right place. Consider me your own personal business and life coach. Now let's get this party started and dive into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Burnout to Bless. We are on episode number three, and you guessed it, we are on step number three in overcoming burnout. And I am super excited to talk to you about today's topic of identifying your obstacles. And obstacles typically is referred to something that interferes with or prevents progress. So I think All of us can relate to the fact that we've had obstacles that have prevented us from meeting our goals. The most common example of this is how many of you every year at New Year's, you create a few resolutions, right? I want to lose 15 pounds. I want to go to church every weekend. I'm going to run every weekend or whatever it may be. And then three months later, you look at it your goals, and you're no closer than you were three months prior when you set those goals. (laughs) Or maybe you did these goals for maybe two weeks, and then week three, nah, you fell off the wagon. I'm sure so many of us can relate to that. And then you have this moment once you look back on your goals and you're no closer than you were three months prior, and you think to yourself, what went wrong? Why can't I seem to meet my goals? And the interesting thing is most of us know how to set goals. And what I mean by that is they have to be smart goals, right? They have to be simple. They have to be measurable. They have to be actionable. They have to be realistic. So we all know how to set goals. And it sounds easy, right? I set myself up for a realistic goal, and yet I still can't even meet it. You know, how many of you have had these moments of thinking like, why? Well, I'm going to tell you why. It's because you got in your own way. It's called self-sabotage, my friends. (laughs) And we all do it, and we're all human. So don't beat yourself up over it because We all have self-sabotaging thoughts that lead to self-sabotaging behaviors, and we're going to dive deep today to figure that out. And this is why I love talking about this topic, because ultimately, it's crucial. You have to identify your obstacles that are going to get in the way of helping you overcome burnout, but you can utilize this exercise and you can utilize knowing what your self-sabotaging behaviors are, what your obstacles are 
to help you complete those New Year's resolutions, to help you complete any goal. That's the missing piece when you're setting goals. And ultimately, overcoming burnout, it is a goal. So that's how it can be applied here. And it may sound like I'm beating a dead horse here, but it is so important that going through this exercise and when you're on the path to overcoming burnout, you have to be totally honest with yourself. You can't sugarcoat it for yourself. Well, oh, well, I only do it sometimes. Let me give you an example of this. <laughs> so you go to the doctor for the first time or you go to the massage therapist or wherever you're going, right? They have you fill out a questionnaire and it gets to the drinking part. And it's like, do you drink every day? Do you drink twice a week? How many times do you drink? How many of us put like only on the weekends? Duh, that's it. <laughs> but the reality of it is you probably drink a little bit more than you put on that chart. But yet you you can't make yourself be honest on it because you don't want the judgment, right? So that's an example of you can't do that. Don't do that, my friends. You have to be totally honest with yourselves. And if you are a believer of God, he helps those that are humble. He helps those that are not arrogant. And he provides grace to all of us. And the more vulnerable you are, the more honest you are, the easier it is to conquer whatever weakness, whatever obstacle that is going to get in your way of overcoming burnout or is going to get in the way of helping you complete those goals. So it's so important that you're honest with yourself. I'll give you another example. This past weekend, I I knew better. I knew I needed to be honest with myself, but I was kind of like flying by the seat of my pants, hoping and praying that I was wrong, even though in my gut I knew I was 100% correct. And where I'm going with this is I decided to pick a weekend to potty train my two-year-old, <laughs> which let me tell you, when they create these books of potty train your two-year-old, it should be more how to get into the mindset of potty training your two-year-old because it's all about the parents, my friends. You have to be on the same page. You have to have a good game plan. Oh my gosh, because... Here goes the honesty factor. I wasn't totally honest with myself in the obstacles that I was going to have in order to successfully potty train my child. And let's just say she wasn't the obstacle. <laughs> it was my husband. I knew he was going to freak out every time she peed. <laughs> and let me tell you, it's going to happen. It really does happen. The first hour she peed on our carpet probably about six different times. And then finally, about two hours later, I was able to get her to go to the bathroom and pee. But it was on the floor. We're getting closer, though. And the experts talk about the reward system. And it's so important. Once they get closer, you know, like A for effort, here's a chocolate for getting the concept, getting closer to the concept. There it was. My husband's like, she did not successfully go. You will not give her a chocolate. I'm like, well, yeah, she she's starting to get the concept, though. That's the experts say that because she's getting the concept that I should give her a chocolate. 
So here you go, Addison. Here's chocolate. <laughs> and the funny thing is, him and I were like, oh, we were we were at it. Let me tell you, it's stressful. And I'm sure my little girl felt that because day one was kind of a little bit of a nightmare and not because of her. <laughs> Let me tell you. The funny thing is, is after I gave her a chocolate, she went back to the same spot and peed four different times. <laughs> so it turned out that he was right. And I was naive in the fact that I knew I had obstacles. The first day was so stressful. And the fact of the reality of it is, is if I was honest with myself and if I would have followed through like I knew I should have, I wouldn't have had a stressful first day. And my poor girl wouldn't have had to go through seeing her parents kind of go back and forth, getting on each other's nerves. And then finally, the second day she got it, my friends. It really does work. The three-day potty training method, it totally works. But again, if you're a parent listening and you're thinking about potty training, come up with a game plan with you and your significant other or you and another caretaker and be on the same page. Commit. And they say, it's so funny, like, you need to commit. Ironclad, like, we're not going back to diapers. It is not happening. You need to commit fully. And that was part of my obstacle. I was committed fully, but he wasn't committed fully. And I knew that. I knew that. That was one of my obstacles, right? That's why in the last episode, I took you through what your consequences were. We covered the current consequences that are affecting your life in today's world. Is it your relationships are strained? You're not taking care of yourself. You're gaining weight. And then we also identified what are the future consequences that could potentially ensue if you continue making the same decisions that are causing you burnout. And it's so important to identify what your future could look like because it's not a maybe. It's a good possibility. If you stop working out, if you stop going to the grocery store, if you stop cooking, all you're doing is eating fast food and you're emotionally eating because you're stressed out, then the reality of you gaining 30 pounds is a very real possibility, my friends. So it's not like a maybe, right? Oh, if you if you don't go to the doctors for six years and you're plagued with stress, oh my gosh, it can do so much on the body. You could come down with an illness. You could come down with something terminal. Like that is a real possibility. That is why I had you go through what your current consequences are, what your future consequences are, because you needed a wake up call, my friends, and you needed a wake up call to shake you to your core in order for you to be honest and not sugarcoat it like I did with my dang potty training situation. Don't do that, my friends. And it's so important because you have to commit 100%. Once you commit, it's not even a choice. It's a, you've made a decision. There's no, well, today I feel like it, but tomorrow I don't. No, you have made a decision and you're going to stick to it. That is why identifying what your consequences is number two in the process. You have to do that because you have to commit. You have to be all in. You have to be two feet in. You can't just be like, well, maybe. Because if you're on a maybe cycle, 
you're taking the hard row, but you are because you're going to be going back and forth resisting. Oh, well, maybe, maybe not. If you are on the fence, go back to the last episode, listen to it again on identifying your consequences and committing because that is what I need. I need your full commitment in order to move forward and I need your full honesty. Before we dive into today's episode, I am going to take you through what the model stands for because we are going to be working through it a little bit today. The model stands for your circumstances are creating your thoughts and your thoughts are triggering your feelings and your feelings are generating your actions or inaction and your actions or inactions is what is creating your results. So let's go through this super quickly because I don't want to waste too much time. Circumstances are facts that are supported by evidence. Example, I work 60 hours a week. I take care of my kids full time. Thoughts, their ideas, opinions, and or assumptions. I hate working 60 hours a week. Okay, that is an opinion. And you notice how I said hate? (laughs) That actually kind of goes right into a feeling. Feelings and emotions is the reaction to those thoughts, such as bitter, unhappy, guilty. Working 60 hours a week makes me feel all of those things. Actions or are your decisions and the results are what impact your actions, which we talked about can be neutral, they can be positive, or they can be negative. And in last episode, we talked about how ultimately the results can be negative and those are your consequences. So before we go any further, obstacles refer to something that is interfering with your ability to move forward. It is preventing you progress. Okay, so that is important that we set the foundation for what an obstacle is. In today's episode, we are going to identify what your intangible obstacles are, such as your self-sabotaging behavior and the tangibles such as money, time, things like that. Step number one in the process I want you to list the circumstances that are causing you stress and burnout, and I want you to devote one page per circumstance. You've already done this in the last exercise of identifying your consequences. You've already identified what your circumstances are, so feel free to jot down what you've already identified in the previous exercise. For me, I'll quickly go through it. Working 60 hours a week, not calling or hanging out with my friends or family, no longer cooking, I no longer run, I was drinking too much at the time, I started smoking again, those were my circumstances, I no longer went to the doctor or dentist, in fact, sadly, to admit when I was in burnout, it had been like five years (laughs) since I had been to the doctor. The dentist, I was batting a little better, you know, probably once a year, if that actually. Gosh, that's kind of embarrassing. But anyway, I digress. List the circumstances. And again, it's not going to just one full list. You're going to actually page one of your journal, working 60 hours a week, page two of your journal, not calling or hanging out with your family or friends or whatever your circumstances are. List those, okay? 
The next step is I want you to ask yourself why behind every circumstance. For example, why do you work 60 hours a week? That is what I would ask myself in step number two. Why do you no longer call or hang out with your family or friends? Why do you no longer cook? (laughs) Jot down everything. I want you to free flow here. I don't want you to hold yourself back. I want you to let it all out. You know that song, stop, let it all out. Yeah, let it all out, my friends. You've got this. I'm going to go over what I put down in my exercise, okay? I feel like if I don't work 60 hours a week, I will not get everything done and I will miss my deadlines. If I miss my deadlines, my job performance will suffer, which could prevent me from getting a good performance review. It will affect me or prevent me from getting promoted. Also, if I don't work 60 hours a week, I won't have enough time to get back to my colleagues, which is a big part of my job. And if I don't get back to them, they won't trust me. And if they don't trust me, my boss won't trust me. I want to be known for being the go-to person that everyone trusts to get things done and really make things happen. I could tell you what, I could go on for a long time about why I work 60 hours, but in order to keep it short, that is what I came up with for this exercise. Again, I want you to free flow. Let it all out. Let it all out, okay? Now, I want you, in step number three, to go back. Read through what you just word vomited on your page. So go back and reread what you wrote down. And I want you now to think about your thoughts and ask yourself, how does your thoughts to your circumstances make you feel? You may have already wrote down some of this because I told you to just let it all out, but I want you to separate it out into a new paragraph. For example, I came up with, I feel anxious that I'm not going to do a good job and that will prevent me from getting promoted. You could go on and on and on about what you feel. You feel bitter, you feel guilty, whatever it may be. That's step number three. I want you to reread what you word vomited onto that page and ask yourself, how does your thoughts make you feel? Now, in step number four, I want you to ask yourself, what action do you take because you're feeling whatever way you identified? For me, it was anxious and bitter. (laughs) I came up with I make sure that I send out all the emails and the responses before I leave work because I'm feeling anxious about getting things done. I make sure that I complete the work that I promised my colleagues I would complete or I complete my most important tasks. Lastly, in step number five, I want you to write down what is your result to your actions. What is the result of you sending out all your emails, responses before you leave work? What is your result for making sure that you complete the work that you promised that you would? For me, dun, 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 get ready for it. My result to those actions is working 60 hours a week, (laughs) right? You just created your own circumstances, my friends. Now, this is not always the case. But 
it does come full circle, my friends, sometimes. And this is exactly why people don't overcome burnout because they're on a hamster wheel and they don't get off. They keep repeating the same cycle over and over and over again, which creates the big picture result, which is dun, 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 excessive stress. And excessive stress leads to burnout. Is your mind blown or what? That you actually are creating your own circumstances. This is why taking a vacation, (laughs) like some experts say, if you want to alleviate your burnout, if you want to get better and heal, take a vacation. And then also, a lot of you have probably thought, okay, well, since I'm having such issues with this situation, for example, for work for me, okay, this particular job is burning me out. So what am I going to do? I'm going to change my circumstances. I am going to get a new job and I am going to look for these specific attributes in this job so that I don't burn out. For example... I went from one job as the HR director where I didn't really have any support. I didn't have any help. So my next job was, wow, I've got a ton of support. I have a huge team of HR colleagues and I am going to then not have burnout because I can delegate, right? So that was my thought. I'm changing my circumstances. But little did I know that I was creating my own circumstances due to my thoughts and my feelings. Oh my gosh, if I don't get this done, this person is going to think of me as someone that they don't trust. This person is not going to want to work with me in the future. I might not get promoted. Oh, and then what did that do? It made me anxious. So who the heck wants to feel anxious? Nobody, my friends. Therefore, what did I do? I did all of those actions, like sent out those emails, followed up, did everything that I said I was going to do. And what was the result? I'm still working 60 hours a week, no matter where I went. I was creating my own circumstances. (laughs) I hope that blew your mind because that just proved that you can't change your circumstances because most likely you're actually creating your own circumstances and you're going to continue to do so. And that's why you can't run from them. So I hope that was valuable for you. The next step in the process is identifying a theme to your thoughts. What do all your thoughts have in common? For me, if I were to look back at each circumstance that I wrote down and then each all of my thoughts and my feelings and my actions what would come back to me is my theme is I people please my theme is procrastination I am a perfectionist I have a need for success I have poor time management what else (laughs) I become easily frustrated so This, your theme, identifying what all of your thoughts have in common, those are your obstacles, dun, 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 aka your self-sabotaging thoughts that lead to your self-sabotaging behavior. This is why you can't complete your goals. 
my friends. <laughs> Those New Year's resolutions that you so badly wanted to complete, you're unable to because of these self-sabotaging behaviors. These are your obstacles that are preventing you to get there. And if you don't identify them, if you're not completely honest, you're going to run into them. And the whole potty training circumstance or situation that I went over, like I wasn't totally honest with myself. I wasn't pulling out everything that I needed to before we set out on that goal. The goal was to potty train my toddler in three days. And because I didn't properly identify the obstacles that I was going to run into, I didn't properly create a plan that was going to achieve that goal. Okay. So because of that, I ran into super stressful days during those three to four day time period. And it didn't have to be that way because all I had to do was be honest with myself and that honesty would have shown okay, here are gonna, here's going to be our obstacles. We need to be on the same page. We need to be fully committed. We need to figure out X, Y, and Z. Come up with a plan and then execute on the goal. If we would have done that, I'm telling you what, those three days would have been different. Day number one, we would have been like, you know what? We knew this was going to happen. Not a big deal. On the same page. Tomorrow, it's going to be a much better day versus, I don't know if it's going to happen. I'm not sure. There was so much stress and there didn't need to be because all we had to do was be honest with ourselves and come up with a plan to overcome those obstacles. So that's step number six. What is your theme? I just named you mine. People pleasing, procrastination, perfectionism, poor time management, easily frustrated, need for success. Okay, step number seven. Now that you've just uncovered your self-sabotaging thinking patterns that have led you to burnout, I've said it, I've said it, they led you to burnout. (laughs) These self-sabotaging thinking patterns have actually walked you right through the door to burnout, my friends. Anywho, step number seven, we are going to identify any other challenges or obstacles that are going to get in your way from overcoming burnout. So this is going to be your tangibles because we just uncover your intangibles, which is your thinking patterns. For example, time, money. I'll give you an example of an obstacle that I have in recording this podcast as well as operating my coaching business. I am a full stay-at-home mom. There's two days out of the week that I have childcare, so I really have to plan around those two days, I have to really coordinate with my husband because time is an obstacle for me. When do I record this podcast? Literally at like 4.35 in the morning after I get done pumping some milk for my newborn baby. (laughs) I know that it is an obstacle. So I've made a commitment to say time is not going to be an obstacle for me. No, it's an obstacle, but here is how I'm going to overcome it. Every time I have to pump at this time, I am going to record my podcast or I am going to work on what episode that I'm going to be presenting. 
I don't just spitball this stuff out there, my friends, contrary to popular belief, (laughs) easily understand and that is inspiring you to take action so that you too can overcome burnout. Now that you've just identified your intangible obstacles, which are your self-sabotaging thinking patterns, such as people-pleasing, procrastination, perfectionism, and you have identified your tangible obstacles such as time, money, I want you moving forward to really get in touch with what your thoughts are in the moment. So we talked about the model at the very beginning of this episode, which is circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, results. Oftentimes, situations will come up in our lives on a repeated basis. So like if you're at the, in the work setting, you may have moments where you're easily frustrated. It happens frequently. When that happens, you need to understand what you're thinking that is leading you to that feeling of getting frustrated. Because it's important to identify those in the moment so that you can then redirect yourself to get back on track. Because I'm going to tell you this, when it comes to overcoming burnout, sometimes you know what your obstacles are. You know you're a people pleaser. You know you're a procrastinator. Sometimes you're going to feel like you're in a situation that is amplified, like you're just, oh, I'm so mad. I'm so frustrated, right? Those are going to happen. And if you don't stop and listen to yourself, what is going wrong right now? What is happening? All you know in those situations is that I am frustrated. I am mad, right? But you really need to identify What are those thoughts that are propelling those feelings? Because if you don't stop and listen to what's happening, you're going to then unconsciously move into an action that you don't want to take. You're going to unconsciously move into an action that is self-sabotaging and that is fueling your burnout. It's going to lead you down that path. So, I want you to get into the process of thinking and feeling. I want you to get into the process of stopping when when you get into those situations and figure out what are my thoughts? Why am I feeling this way? So that you can then get yourself back on track before you find yourself doing something that you're going to regret. Because... Most of us have this all or nothing feeling like, okay, I was on a diet for 30 days and then on day 32, I decided to eat an entire cake to myself (laughs) or I decided to eat an entire pizza to myself. Since I goofed up, I am just going to stop. I'm going to quit. You don't want that. That all or nothing feeling is not going to get you anywhere. Trust me, it's not going to get you to your goals. But I know that in the moment, your thoughts are so negatively amplified. It's like, 
come on, you suck, you're mad, you're angry, whatever it may be, that is going to happen on your journey to overcoming burnout, even though you've identified what your obstacles are. And two, I have an example. Yesterday, I ran into wanting to record my podcast. It was my day off. It was the day for me to focus on my coaching business, to have meetings with my clients. And it was the day to focus on doing my podcast. And what do you know? Things went off the rails. It didn't happen. Of course, my client meetings happened. But when it came to recording my podcast that I really wanted to record, let me tell you, oh, it was such a strong feeling. Like, I got to do this and I got to do it now. Today's my day. I don't have any other time. As I mentioned earlier, time is, you know, could be a constraint for me. So I was feeling so negative, so frustrated. And what I had to do in that moment in order to get back on to complete my goals for the day so that I could show up for my kids, show up for my marriage, and not just be stuck in that anger, be stuck in that frustration. I had to really stop and say, what are you thinking right now? What are you thinking that's making you feel so angry, Tara? And I had to do it because if I didn't, I wouldn't have gotten back on track. It's so important that you get into the habit of journaling on the spot if possible. And if that's not possible, that's fine. Get into the habit of journaling every evening. Make time and space to figure out like what happened today, what went wrong, so that you know what went wrong. And I identified another obstacle that I have, which is dun, dun, dun. I get easily frustrated when things don't go my way. If I plan on something and it doesn't happen, it's the end of the world for me. (laughs) So I uncovered another obstacle that I have that it didn't even dawn on me before that. It didn't dawn on me until I took the time to process what was happening. It's so imperative that you do this on your journey moving forward. Really get in touch. What are you thinking that's making you feel this kind of way? Because if you don't, you're going to keep taking the actions or inactions that are going to just lead you back to burnout. And we don't want that. We'll talk more about that in the future episodes because as you know, we're going through each episode as we are each step in the process of overcoming burnout. So we'll get down there uh, eventually. But I just wanted to side note that if you're not journaling right now, do it, start it. It's so important. I am going to leave you with one last thought and it's from Jesus Calling. Now, stay with me because even if you're a believer of Jesus Christ or not, this still applies to you. Let me tell you. So here it goes. It is easy to touch up your outward appearance, to look as if you have it all together. Your attempts to look good can fool most people, but I see straight through you. Into the depths of your being, there is no place for pretense in your relationship with me. Rejoice in the relief of being fully understood. Talk with me about your struggles and your feelings of inadequacy, and little by little, I will transform your weaknesses into strengths. And I think this is so important because my weaknesses have been turned into strengths. 
I now coach people on how to overcome burnout. My weaknesses is my ministry to help others maybe learn about God if they haven't. My ministry is to help you overcome the misery that is your life from burnout. And if it wasn't for God helping me work through those and have the courage to push past those, I wouldn't be here today helping you. And the reason why I said stick with me if you're not a believer, because it's stated in that passage that I read that you can fool most people, but there is no place for pretense. There is no place for you to lie about what you're going through. And the reason why I bring that up is because subconsciously slash mid-conscious on some level, you know that you have obstacles. You know that there are issues that are leading you to burnout, right? And in order for you to overcome that, you have to be honest. You have to be honest with yourself. That's why I said stick with me. And what's the worst that can happen, really, is you say, dear Lord, please help me. Like, is that the worst that can happen? And he doesn't respond. Ooh, boo-hoo. That's not that big of a deal if you don't (laughs) hear a response from him. Like, it's just proving what you already thought in the first place. So what is the worst that can happen if you say a little prayer in a moment of, Lord, I need help. I need help to overcome this because guess what? As we get into further episodes and further steps into how to overcome burnout, you can't do it all on your own. Part of solving this situation and on your path to overcoming burnout is accountability. And guess what? It's not only accountability from yourself, it's developing that accountability through other people. We'll get into that, of course, down the line. You're not alone, my friends. We're all going through it. And in the next episode, we're going to dive even deeper. And remember, you can't solve a problem unless you A, know that you have a problem and B, what caused your problem, which is what we just discussed today. I'll let you ponder on that, my friends. Thanks for hanging in there with me. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Burnout to Bless podcast. I hope that you found value in today's episode, and I pray that you will make the commitment to take back control of your life and that God will give you the courage to move forward to live the life that you were meant to live. If this episode at all inspired you, please do me a huge favor and subscribe to the Burnout to Bless podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and leave me a review. By subscribing, you'll be the first to be notified when new episodes air. And by leaving a review, you'll help this podcast get noticed and hopefully change someone's life. If you're ready to take the next step to overcome burnout and live the life of your dreams, email me at coachinginfo at burnout, B-U-R-N-O-U-T, the number two, blessed.com. Again, that's coaching info at burnout, the number two, blessed.com to learn more about my customized coaching programs. Now remember, Rome was not built in a day. All you need to do is take it one step at a time, my friends, and I promise you, you will get to your destination. Until next time.